How does using your intuition help your relationships? Tune in to part four, practical ways to use intuition in your life. Welcome to the Intuitive Woman Podcast. My name is Tina Conroy. I am so grateful you are here. If you have found me, you are a seeker of spiritual growth. I honor your journey. Thank you for listening. Hi, my name is Maggie. I use my intuition to navigate a relationship with a family member. I realized when I would have interactions with a specific family member, I started to, during the interaction and after the interaction, my body would give me negative signs. I would start to have tightness in my shoulders, sometimes an upset stomach or a stomach ache. I used my intuition to realize that I needed to limit my time with this family member and limit the energy that I give to the conversations. Also, that I had to prepare myself mentally to interact with this family member. And I think my intuition has served me well in this difficult relationship. Hey, it's Cynthia Bemis Abrams of the podcast Advanced TV History. And I'm finding I'm using a lot of intuition these days with many relationships, but it's all around kind of two things and it depends on your gender. For women in particular, I think that the headlines and the stuff that we're seeing in the news across the country and across the globe is disconcerting. And it's this feeling, if I'm waking up with this feeling, I kind of have a feeling everybody else is. And so I go out of my way to model and remind women that that positive supportive words to each other affirmation that we're all doing the best we can and that there are better days around the corner is really important and that they need to share those words as well with women in their circles and on the other side of the spectrum men or men who identify as people who identify as men need to recognize as well that there is a lot of change going on and perspective and that people are are just having this highest sense of frustration and that we support each other. We need to support each other through change and that this is a time of change. That's how I'm using intuition. Today on the podcast, we talk about relationships and intuition. We have heard in the past few episodes all about how we use our intuitive muscle what intuition is and what it is not, how using our intuition can create happiness, and how to make better decisions. Now we dive into relationships. This is a tricky topic because we are now trying to decipher these messages with another very close person, a romantic person, family member, or friend. Even the best highly intuitive person can get tripped up. This can also be helpful navigating the dating scene. To truly understand how to use intuition in relationships, we need to see the obstacles first. When we can address the resistance, then we can allow our intuition to flow. Here are some obstacles. The first one is expectations. 
We abandon our intuition because we want what we want when we want it. This blocks our intuition, constantly thinking about the future or wanting things a certain way. We have heard how intuition only lives in the present. So if you are constantly wanting something, you are living in the future and it will be unfulfilled. Neediness. We want our partner, friend, boyfriend, girlfriend, fill in the blank, to be at our beck and call. You can also call this clinginess or afraid to be alone. If you're feeling they just don't get you, you cling to their every text, phone call, etc. Maybe you replay the conversation over and over and over again. This blocks you and your intuition. You're caught up again in future tripping. Judgment. You begin to look at other relationships and compare them to yours. Theirs is always better, more loving, fulfilled, etc. Empathy overload. You're empathetic to a fault. You are absorbed in their emotions. You have forgotten your own. You feel their pain, but are not able to come back to your own body and experience. This can also look like trying to fix someone. Intuition is immediately blocked. You're in your logical mind to deviate a plan. Remember the right and left side of the brain we spoke about last week? If you're in empathy overload, you're in your left brain. You're in the logic brain. You're trying to figure things out. And the last one, lack of self-confidence, not feeling good about yourself, body shame or negative thinking. All these things don't let love in. They create the opposite, fear. And intuition cannot live in fear. It can only live in love. Work on your mindset and loving yourself. Without that, all relationships will not feel satisfying and you will continue to block your intuition. This episode is sponsored by my private intuitive coaching program. You can attend this four-week program from anywhere. Some of the things we will cover, learn the seven clairs and how to strengthen them in everyday life, gain clarity on your goals and aspirations of what's possible for you, connect with your angels and spirit guides, Allow your dreams to become more heightened and learn to receive and understand their messages. Learn to create a home altar. Learn clearing techniques for your personal body, home, and workspace. Deepen your meditation skills. Create a daily spiritual routine to enhance your intuition through automatic writing. And so much more. All the information will be below in the show notes. I hope you will give yourself this gift this gift of developing your intuition for greater clarity, purpose, and connection. I would love to be your guide. Now let's discuss a few signs that you really are listening to your intuition when it comes to relationships. Let's go over the four Claire's again. Listening would be Claire audience. Feeling would be Claire sentient. Seeing would be clairvoyance and knowing would be claircognance. So you get a hit that it's time to talk to your partner about something. So a hit would come in one of those forms. For you, you may get a feeling like Maggie was saying, a feeling in your stomach or feeling uncomfortable or maybe feeling joy and feeling happy. If you get a thought that would be claircognant, just a thought that pops into your mind about wanting to talk to them. Maybe it's also something you hear, you get a message, 
or it could be something else. So that's what comes in the form of a hit. Your gut feelings are consistent. So again, gut feelings are consistent over and over again. It keeps happening with this person in the same relationship, maybe in the same situation, and you get it over and over again. If you're getting it over and over again, it's time to tune into it. Don't tune it out. Now, this gets a little tricky. Again, we spoke about relationships. Sometimes we're in our head and we're going over and over a scenario. That just means that you're in your head. So keep tapping into the gut, how you feel, right? What is it telling you? You know right away. Your intuition always has a message for you, even when it's not 100% correct. So let's use the example that you think your partner is not being honest or not being truthful. Now, your mind could go on a wild goose chase that he or she is cheating on you, but that may not be the case, but you're picking something up and It may not be that he or she is cheating on you, but they're holding something back. So again, your intuition always has a message, even if it's not 100% correct. You may not be able to decipher the exact thing, but there's something there, it's off and you feel it. That brings me to the next one. You feel something is off. You feel something isn't right. And you witness a pattern emerging. That's the last one. So you witness a pattern emerging. You keep finding yourself in the same pattern, the same conversations that don't feel okay, or in something that makes you feel uncomfortable. So in relationships, it is really hard to decipher because like we said, it's about another person. The biggest thing you can do is keep tapping into how you feel and how you feel around the person. I really recommend writing and journaling because when you're in it, it's so hard to be in a relationship. You're trying to decipher and and move through all the movements of another person's emotions. So really, this is a great time to journal. Reflect on how you feel. Reflect on how are you with this person? Do they light you up or do they make you feel miserable? Are you excited or are you down? Are you nervous? Now, nervous, good energy is okay, but are you nervous and you kind of shrink? Are you being yourself? That's a big one. Are you being yourself? If you're not being yourself after a while, now I know if you're dating in the first time, but if you're really not being yourself, something's off and it's really time to tune in. I hope this episode was useful for you and all your relationships. Next week is the bonus and wrap up to the series, Using Intuition to Connect to Your Spirit. Now let's keep this conversation going over on Instagram. Go find me at The Intuitive Woman and let me know how you are using your intuition in your relationships. How are you navigating them? Please share this with a friend and give me some love by a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcast. This allows more listeners to find me. Thank you so very much for tuning in. I honor your spiritual growth. Namaste. Namaste.